Hi there, my amazing warrior soul. This is The Aaliyah Show with me, your host, Aaliyah. This is the podcast for you if you want to talk confidence building, self-empowerment and transformation. Ultimately, I'm here to serve you, to give you a gentle kick up the backside and guide you to live your best life to your own standards. If you're hungry for more content, don't forget to head over to my Instagram at UK, where we can continue manifesting even more awesomeness into your life. Hi everyone and welcome to today's episode. Without wasting any more time, let's get into it because today I want to talk to you about are you your own worst enemy? Are you actually sabotaging yourself? So if this is something you want to hear about, stay tuned and let's get into today's episode. So what is self-sabotage and how can you possibly be your own worst enemy? Well, trust me guys, we do it more often than we actually acknowledge. I realised that I was potentially self-sabotaging myself by not setting goals for myself that were pushing me out of my comfort zone. Now, how on earth could that be self-sabotaging? Well, I'm not willing to push myself, even though I know I'm more than capable of achieving whatever it is that I put my mind to. But rather than push myself and have to try something new, I would rather stay in my comfort zone. And trust me, in your comfort zone, you're just going to achieve whatever it is that you've already been been achieving for however many years you've been on the planet. Self-sabotage is when you're deliberately going out of your way to undo your hard work or potentially stop yourself from achieving anything amazing okay so that's what your self-sabotage would look like so let's look at it from this point of view say you have decided that you're going to wake up at 6 15 in the morning so you can get a workout done because workouts are not just about physical health they're also about mental health so say you're telling yourself i'm getting up at 6 15 so that at 6 30 i'm going to do a 15 minute workout so that I can actually be bright and, you know, bushy-tailed for my time at work and I'm going to feel so much better for it because recently I've been dragging myself and I'm really struggling. Haven't we all? But you've made that intention, you've said, yes, this is what I'm going to do, right? How does self-sabotage work? Well, how do you self-sabotage this moment in time? You go to bed, you tell yourself you're going to get up in the morning, but you lie there doom scrolling until like half past 12 quarter to one in the morning right you've self-sabotaged yourself because what's going to happen now even if you do wake up on time you're going to be too tired to pull yourself out of bed and go and do that workout and if by any miracle you do actually do that workout it's not going to make you feel as good as it would have done if you hadn't actually got enough sleep and your body was fully rested you would have reaped much more benefits from that workout but you've self-sabotaged. Why? Habits. Bad, bad, bad habits. You know, the type of habits that when you're trying to, for example, eat healthy, creep in. Habits of you're ordering a takeaway on a Friday night and you're also ordering two extra portions so you've got leftovers for the next day lunch. Things like that, you know? We think it's being clever because we're thinking, ah, got food for tomorrow, don't need to think about lunch. Way, hey, hey. When in essence... All you're really doing is adding more calories that you're trying to actually actually take out from your diet and you want to eat more healthier so that chicken fried rice isn't necessarily fitting into that whole idea of you wanting to eat healthier. But it's a habit and it's sabotaging you. What other habits? Going out 
for a night out knowing you've got a limited budget but still spending because YOLO, you only live once. A lot of people do that, especially around Christmas time, for example. We spend way more than we've actually got. We spend way more money on plastic that's never going to be used again. We spend so much money and then afterwards deal with the debt and, you know, the, the house full of plastic because, well, that's what we did. We, we bought into the whole idea of YOLO, even though we know we didn't need to and we wouldn't have to, but it's out of habit. So it's a habit and we do it because we want to have those photos on social media too just like all our friends are posting of children opening like 10 million presents right if you think about your own childhoods here guys and let's be really really honest can you honestly tell me that if you had a truckload of presents you can actually remember each and every christmas and birthday every single present highly unlikely what you will remember is the parties people that went the food your favourite toy, but you're not going to remember all those actual little, you know, items or all that plastic that came your way. For some of you, you might actually remember the rubbish presents like your uncles and aunts gave you, which you were like, really? You know, I'm seven, do I really need this? You know, that's happening. But you're not going to actually remember, right? But out of habit and the need and desire to compete with whoever it is down the road posting on their social media, we do it out of habit. It's human nature, right? We, we constantly feel like we're in competition with everybody else when we're not we're only in competition with ourselves the person of yesterday we're trying to better that person but out of habit this is what we do our habits assist us to self-sabotage other things include mindset we're not at the stage in life where we've actually rewired our brain that when we do try to do something our brain on autopilot sabotages things okay so for example you're telling yourself your affirmations, you know, I am worthy of love. And then suddenly in the back of your head, you're hearing a voice going, uh uh-uh. uh, remember so and so, uh uh-uh. uh, remember that ex, uh uh-uh. uh, remember this, uh uh-uh. uh, remember, you know, you're getting all these voices popping up in your head, you're like, what the hell? Shut up, leave me alone. But that's your mindset right there. You haven't actually done the work behind the scenes to bring in that type of change, in essence, self sabotaging it. Now, of course, you don't deliberately mean to self-sabotage in that situation. I mean, you're doing affirmations, for God's sake. You're trying to change things. But we need to look at the journey you're on and where affirmations slot in and where the other bricks to transformation will fit in before you can actually do something with those affirmations and bring them in. It's not just relationships either. For example, say you're looking at purchasing a house in a different area. It's a bigger house. It's, it's asking for a lot of work to be done, done to it. Maybe it's in a more affluent postcode than you're currently living in. And you come from a family where they're like, oh, you can't live there. They're all snobby down there. Oh, they're all snobby. Down. Oh, you know, you can't live there. Oh, my God. So-and-so lives there and she's just this, that and the other and blah, blah, blah. And you're actually dealing, dealing with this big and you're actually dealing with this tidal wave of negativity coming from other people. And rather than you face that tidal wave of negativity, you're going to self-sabotage yourself by saying, oh, okay, I'm going to look at the house, but I'm not really going to put in an offer. Or I'm going to look at the house, I'm not really going to do anything about it. Or you're going to sit there and look at a vision board of the house. But when you look at it, in the back of your head, you're thinking, I'm not worthy of that. I'm not worthy of that. All the people around there are posh. You know, they have better jobs than me. They have this, they have that, blah, blah. And you're going to self-sabotage because other people around you are sabotaging you. We do it so often. So, so often. 
you could be eating a more healthier lifestyle and your friend phones you and says, hi, let's go for a coffee. You go for a coffee and you decide not to purchase a piece of lemon drizzle cake. You decide that you don't want it. You say, actually, no, thank you. I'm like, oh, no, go on. You don't want to do that. Oh, no, don't leave me hanging. Oh, no, I can't be the only one that eats cake. No, no, no. And you get bullied into a corner and you purchase a slice of cake. Afterwards, you kind of kick yourself because you think you start to feel guilty. And that's how you self-sabotage. You've stayed within your comfort zone by not confronting that friend and saying, you know what, I don't want it. End of story. And not purchasing it. You've allowed them to talk you down off your ladder that you're climbing up. Because they've got more power over you than you've got over yourself. We do it daily. Believe it or not, we do. We allow the media to manipulate us. We allow those around us to influence us. We allow our inner thoughts to take control because we're not rewiring ourselves enough to believe in something new. And we do it so often without even realising it because within our comfort zone, everything's literally on autopilot. Everything. The way we think, the way we act, the way we behave around certain, I suppose, events. The way we are in general, everything's on autopilot within our comfort zone. Because we've been doing it for so long, it's just second nature and we just get on with it. We don't actually want to do anything new. When I was originally thinking about starting a podcast and recording videos and things, I googled numerous, numerous, numerous times how I could possibly record videos and not be on them myself. Because it was out of my comfort zone. Why on earth would I want to record myself yapping on a camera? I mean, why would you do that? Which same person does that? Because it wasn't in my comfort zone. And also, in my family in particular, a woman to be seen out and about or on social media like that? Oh no, we don't do that. That's not what we do. Our tribe doesn't do that. And at first, I was like, right, okay, I won't do it. I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. And I self-sabotaged. I told myself I was too plain to be on camera I wasn't as savvy with makeup to be on camera I didn't have the right wardrobe I didn't have the right accent I didn't have the right style of hijab I told myself everything everything that I could possibly tell myself to self-sabotage and keep myself in the comfort zone so I didn't have to push myself and I kept doing it and doing it and doing it and I did it for years trust me I did it for years and I kept doing it and then as people read a lot of what I'd written they were asking me the same question, which is, where can we get hold of more? Do you have a podcast? Do you do videos? Are you on YouTube? And I was like, oh, okay. So they're looking at me and they're saying, you need to be doing this. These are the people that I potentially need to connect to to get my message across. Maybe it's time that I push myself out of my comfort zone. The first thing I did was work with affirmations to build myself up, to climb over that wall that was telling me that no you don't want to come over here you want to stay in your comfort zone baby you don't want to come up this side because this side it ain't very comforting because you don't know what you're doing you know it's like hurdles popping up left right and center left right and center left right and center you don't want to do that so I spent a lot of time rewiring my brain and my favorite way as a lot of us know is affirmation so I told myself I was able to do this I told myself I'd be able to do this and I told myself again and again and again and again I would be able to do this until I started to do it. And then when I started to do it, I started to learn from my mistakes. I didn't allow any mistakes to stop me. And that is a key element that you need to remember. You will make mistakes when you come out your comfort zone. That's fine. 
but we learn from them and we move on but we don't go back to the comfort zone okay you don't go back you don't go back right block off the comfort zone once you exit the comfort zone do not go back to it if you become tired within the new experiences that you're feeling going through if you become tired in your new way of thinking or your new way of life learn to take rest and then get back up do not go back to that comfort zone do not self-sabotage by thinking uh, it's okay I can give myself another three weeks and then I'll get back into this whole fitness thing or I'll give myself another you know month or so and then if the situation at work doesn't fix itself you know I'll then go and apply for jobs don't do that please do not go back to the comfort zone do not go back to the comfort zone okay don't do it just don't do it okay don't do it do not go back to the comfort zone now that you're out of that comfort zone you do not look back okay think of this as a car your windscreen how big is it think about it carefully which way should you be looking back front okay think about it carefully of course look back acknowledge where it is that you've come from acknowledge the journey but don't keep going back don't keep doing u-turns keep going forward keep going forward keep going forward right believe in yourself to the extent of think of yourself as a plane once the plane's ready to take off you know if they're aborting that takeoff yeah that's going to have big big you know issues that may come along with it but rarely have you seen any pilot bought an actual takeoff unless it's a life and death situation right once that plane's ready they're going you're in that plane you're going do not do a u-turn do not stop take off you're going right you need to go comfort zone is behind you new life is in front of you new way of thinking in front of you everything that you need to grow as an individual is in front of you not behind you in front of you and you need to grab that and the only way to do that is to move forward and to leave that comfort zone behind stop self-sabotaging you know don't go out for tea or coffee with that friend who must order at least one slice of lemon drizzle and a donut or whatever else it is that she orders at the coffee shop. Don't doom scroll in the middle of the night to wake up cranky in the morning so you're not able to do that workout. Don't keep watching rubbish on television that is polluting your mind if you're trying to make way for more happier thoughts, for example. Don't hang out with those people that are happy with mediocre if you want to be amazing. Stop responding to the ex's messages when you know they're clearly just bored because the current, you know, squeeze isn't responding to their messages. Get out of the comfort zone. Make your life count to you. Make yourself accountable to yourself, no one else. Ask yourself, why did I take on that extra you know, few shifts at work when I know I'm feeling drained right now? Was I people pleasing or was there another reason? Hold yourself accountable. Why did I respond to that stupid DM in my uh, inbox? Why? Why did I do that? Am I lonely? And if I'm lonely, am I confusing loneliness with a real genuine connection? Hold yourself accountable. The more you learn to hold yourself accountable, the more you will understand what your comfort zone is and you will also understand what self-sabotage is because you're answering to yourself, you're reflecting on your actions because when we start to reflect, we grow. It's just like gardening, I suppose, if you look at it carefully. Let's take gardening as the example. Say you've got some amazing looking roses in your garden. Now, my mum's a huge fan of roses. I don't actually like roses. It's a good job mum doesn't listen to this podcast, but I don't like roses, okay? 
you get a rose bush and it's seriously not thriving. It's just sitting there, nothing going on. What happens? Well, the keen gardener starts to examine the soil, the conditions and everything else to see what they can fix. That's reflection. That's exactly how you're going to treat yourself. You're going to look at a situation and say, hang on a minute, there's been three big jobs come up at work. I've been overlooked for all three. Why? You're going to reflect and then you're going to take action that is appropriate for that situation. Even if that action is you applying for jobs outside of that organisation because you're coming out of that comfort zone. You're moving forward. But the biggest thing you're doing is you're coming out of that comfort zone. You're going to apply for other jobs and you're going to move forward and you're going to do your thing. And you're also not going to self-sabotage because you're not going to sit there and think, oh, you know, maybe the next job's for me. No, 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 no. The first three were not for you. Chances are the fourth one's not for you. Stop self-sabotaging. Move on, right? Look at what else is available. Now, of course, if nothing else is currently available and that job is paying you, you need to be realistic and think, you know what, I've got to actually work to live. That's fine. But if you're telling me that you're not actually looking for other jobs because the first three you looked over, but the fourth one, they're going to say, yeah, you go for it, Sakina. No. Okay, no. That's not how it works. You need to come out of that comfort zone. Seriously. I know it's nice and warm and you're so used to it. It's like an old pair of slippers that you don't want to throw away. But seriously, to achieve anything amazing or new, you need to come out of that comfort zone right you want a new job you want that fancy house you want to get into a relationship with somebody that appreciates you you want to build your confidence and be a better stronger version of you so you want to be you 2.0 you need to come out that comfort zone and you need to stop self-sabotaging stop it stop okay get rid of those bad habits and stop it okay guys so with all that being said and that's a lot to take in I'm going to wrap up this episode. Today's take home message for you is you need to come out of your comfort zone and stop self-sabotage because that is what's stopping you from moving forward and living your potential best life or better days, whichever way you want to look at it. So if today's material has been useful to you or this episode has been enjoyable to you, please do let other people know about us because the more people I can reach with this podcast, the more transformations I can spark and that's what we're here for. If you want to connect to me, you'll find me over on Instagram at UK. Feel free to drop me a message or leave a comment and if you've got any ideas for future podcasts, do let me know because I'm always open to ideas. So until the next podcast, guys, take care and I will catch you then. Bye.